Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to Lessons Learned, a podcast hosted by me, David Camille. The purpose of this podcast is to offer life lessons through experiences of myself and some of the guests that I'll bring on the show. I really appreciate you stopping in to listen, and I hope that I can bring some value to your everyday life. One thing that I do ask of you is that you leave me some feedback on Anchor, whether it be comments, questions, or suggestions, so that I can help grow this podcast to be the best product for our listeners. I'd like to say thank you once more for joining, and I hope that you enjoy the content. Hello, guys, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys being here. This is episode number one, and with that being said, I'd like to start off kind of explaining why I decided to make this podcast in the first place. The idea came to me watching a YouTube interview, and the interviewee said something to this extent. I'm paraphrasing now. Um, Of all the living organisms on the earth, the most successful ones not only learn through trial and error, but through the trial and error of others around them. And that speaks volumes. You don't have to go through something personally to be able to learn from an experience. If you look at others around you, I'm sure you can learn some lessons if you pay close enough attention so that you don't have to go through them yourself. And that's very important. And I thought, why not make a podcast of my experiences, others' experiences, and you know, some guests that I'll bring on the show just to highlight some of the things that we've learned so that maybe you can take a shortcut. Or if you approach a similar situation, you have someone else's perspective on how you can possibly handle it. And I think that's that's priceless information. And I hope that you find the same. I'm going to jump right into this one. Um, this story is short, but it definitely entails a concept that has helped me in my life many times in many different situations. And I feel like this is the first time I really learned that this is a thing and that I should be fully aware of it. Um, So this story is from way back when I was about seven years old. And as any normal seven year old, I was obsessed with karate. And Please leave a message if you also think of SpongeBob when someone mentions karate. Anyway, being seven, I had to coerce my mom into signing me up for karate. She's pretty skeptical, but using my persuasion skills, which are top notch, let me let me tell you that. She signs me up for karate across the street from the public library. So the first day of karate, I walk in, I'm super excited, and this guy is nuts. You know, as soon as my mom walks out the door, this guy starts talking a whole bunch of stuff about learning the Pledge of Allegiance in another language and the amount of discipline and hard work and, you know, the hours you got to put in to become a belt of substantial experience in karate. And from that first class, I got home and really looked in the mirror and said, karate is not for me. But the way I was raised, quitting is never really an option, which is is a good good way to live. But I just had this feeling in my stomach, karate is just really not for me. So I go to a few more classes. 
And on the third or fourth class, I asked my mother if we can go to the library before karate starts. Me being pretty studious, she thinks nothing of it and brings me to the library happily. So I escaped to the children's section and I would read every book in there if the library was open that long. About 15 minutes into karate, around 8.15, my mom comes up to the children's section and finds me and says, aren't you ready for karate? I didn't even look up. I just kept reading the book. She she comes down to my level and says, you really don't like karate, huh? And I admitted, nah, I really don't. And she let me finish my book and brought me home. And when we got home, she said, Dave, I'll tell you what. You don't have to go to karate, but you're not quitting anything else ever again. I'm not raising a quitter. And to this day, I haven't quit anything since. You know, I usually see things through. And I went upstairs and I danced my butt off. I'm celebrating because karate, let me tell you, really was not my forte in life. The moral that I took from this story is that your conscience is more than right and wrong. You know, I had a strong gut feeling that this just wasn't for me. And luckily at that time, I followed it. And I'm not sure that everyone does. You know, some people are heavily influenced by the people around them or authority figures in their lives. And they don't develop that inner that inner voice. And I encourage you to, you know, this inner voice of mine has helped me through numerous situations and turmoil and it all started when I was seven years old. That gut feeling is distinguishable. I can tell when I'm just not into something and it's very important to trust in that voice. Of course, you want to be as logical as possible and take into consideration all the variables in any situation, but Really, if I could convey anything to you, it would be to trust in yourself, in that inner voice. And throughout this podcast, I'm sure there's going to be other instances where this comes into play for me. And you'll see how big of a role it plays. But I urge you to start developing that if you don't already have a strong connection to it. And trust me, it'll help you bounds and leaps in your life. I hope you enjoyed this. Again, leave a message or some feedback and let me know how you liked it. And I'll see you next episode.